name of the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Amen. Does anybody love the Lord today? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm, what a mighty God we serve this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't hear myself at all, Sister Misty. Amen. Amen. Uh, oh, I love the Lord today. You know, we sometimes get in that habit of saying that. I love Jesus, and that's just a colloquial saying. Amen. I just wonder if somebody really loves Jesus today. Oh, I just wonder if somewhere deep down in your heart something says, I, I really do love you today. Oh, how I love you, Jesus. Oh, how I love you, Lord. With all my heart, I love you. With all my soul and with all my mind. With all my strength, oh Lord. I love you today. I want you to know, God, how much I love you, oh God. You've been real good to me. I love you. You saved my soul, oh Lord. And I love you. Oh, you brought me out of darkness. Oh, and I love you. You opened doors for me, and I love you. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, how I love you, Jesus. Oh, how I love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm asking us to reach deep today. Uh, come on, let's be expressive today. Uh, oh, I love you, Jesus. Uh, oh, how I love you. Uh, oh, how I magnify you, Lord. Uh, Lord, you are good. Uh, Lord, you are mighty and awesome. Uh, oh, your name is excellent. Uh, you are worthy to be praised. Uh, you are worthy to be magnified. Uh, it's my desire today uh, to live for you. Uh, oh, I love you, Jesus. Uh, oh, I love you, my Lord. Uh, oh, I love you, my friend. Uh, oh, I love you, my mentor. Uh, oh, bless your name. Bless your name. Uh, Bless the name. Uh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The psalmist said it like this. Bless the Lord. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, my soul blesses you. Oh, my soul blesses you today. Oh, you are worthy. Oh, you are worthy. We magnify you, Lord. Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be your name, O oh Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Sometimes we find songs that have that O oh, in it, and that's just maybe a, 
a time filler. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, that just can be a round and around. Oh, but when I'm desperate, when I'm hungry, when I'm thirsty, something wells up inside of me. Oh, God. Oh, God, I love you. Oh, God, I really need you. Oh, God, I'm desperate for you. Oh, I bless you. Oh, you are worthy, God. Oh, you are worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. We serve a great, big, wonderful God. Wednesday night, I was listening to, <clears throat> to Preston preach. Oh, I was in Dallas in the hotel room, but I was getting to log in, and I was watching him and listening to him preach, and something really stuck out to me, and Brother brother Elijah Whitworth was right there, and you all know the Facebook Live is right there. And uh, every time Preston made a good point, Brother Elijah said, Oh, I love you, Jesus. So many times I say, Go ahead. That's good preaching. Keep on going. But more importantly than all of that, uh, oh, I love you, Jesus. That hit me right here. Oh, I love you, Jesus. You stepped on my toes, Brother Preston. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Oh, you read my mail. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know if y'all are in love like I'm in love today. Oh, but I love him. Oh, but I love him. Oh, I love you, Lord. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be your name today. Blessed be your name today. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, today. Amen. Let's get into the word of the Lord this morning. Matthew, the 26th chapter, 33 through 35. Matthew 26. Brother Preston. Thought he was going to preach my sermon this morning. Praise the Lord. Matthew, the 26th chapter, 33 through 35. Say again, good to see Brother Smith back there. Amen. Amen. If you need some good tea, that man can make some good tea, I tell you right now. Amen. Praise the Lord. Matthew 26 and 33. Peter answered and said unto them, Though all men should be offended because of thee, yet will I never be offended. Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, that this night before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice, or three times. 
Peter said unto him, Though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee. Likewise also said all the disciples, they all said, I may die today, but one thing is true, I won't be offended in thee. Matthew, the 26th chapter, we're going to skip on down to verse 69 through 75. Now Peter sat without in the place, and a damsel came unto him, saying, Thou also wast with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all, saying, I know not what thou sayest. I don't even know what you're talking about. And when he was gone out into the porch, another maid saw him and said unto them that were there, This fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. And again, he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And after a while came unto him them that stood by and said to Peter, Surely thou also art one of them, for thy speech betrayeth thee. Then he began to curse and to swear and saying, I know not the man, and immediately the cock crew. And Peter remembered the words of Jesus which said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. Turn your attention to Psalms, Psalms the 55th chapter, verse number 5. Psalms 55 and 5. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. Psalms 77, 1 through 3. I'm going somewhere, y'all just keep, keep riding. Psalm 77, 1 through 3. I cried unto God with my voice, even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My sore ran in the night and ceased not. My soul refused to be comforted. Remember God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Selah. One more verse of reading, Psalms 124, 1 through 4. Psalms 124, 1 through 4. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick. When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Amen. Put your Bibles down this morning and let's go to the Lord in prayer today. Oh, Jesus, we love you today. Great is your faithfulness. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Jesus, I praise you. Lord, I magnify you, God. Jesus, I give you praise. I give you glory. We need you, Lord. 
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, you may be seated. Amen. Did I misread one of them verses? Amen. Did I get them all right? Praise the Lord. Good. I thought I misread one. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want to preach from a little while from a thought. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Before I get there, though, I want to talk. Sometimes I feel like we don't brag on ourselves enough. That may be a prideful thing somebody could say, but sometimes I feel like we need to be reminded that we're good people. We have a good church. We do good things. The music was great this morning. We had a prayer outreach breakfast, and the majority of the church showed up. Most churches don't do that. Hello? Amen. Over 90 cards sent out last month from this church. Hello, somebody. Amen. We set a goal to send five text messages out one week last month, and most everybody met that commitment. Amen. Last month, also, we rebuilt the platform. Hello? Amen. Amen. Church looks nice. We got carpet in the works. Amen. Sometimes we need to be reminded that we're doing good things. The enemy would love to tell us that you're small and insignificant and what you do don't matter, but I'm here to tell the devil a different tune today. What you do does matter. And though we may be small, we're together. And we're moving together. Amen. And God knows you and knows where we're at. And amen. What a mighty God. We have some real Christians here. Real Christians. Not perfect, but forgiven. Mm, Not perfect, but putting in the effort. Amen. Good people. Is there more to do? Yes. Uh, But this is not a lazy bunch. Amen. We got a group of workers here that don't mind putting their shoulder to the harness, if you will, and putting in the effort, uh, amen, to build uh, the kingdom. I'm glad to be a part. We are truly blessed. Six preachers. Wow. Many musicians. A host of singers. Many faithful members. Wonderful pastor and wife. We don't have dead church. God's still alive and well. Amen. Good job. Remind yourself. Good job. Amen. We are not satisfied, but we are thankful. We are not satisfied, but we're grateful. 
We understand it's not by all we do, but it's all about what he can do. What a mighty God we serve. We couldn't accomplish anything without him. But we've accomplished a lot of good things. And it's all because of him. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. This month coming up, we'll be at the peanut festival. We'll have about 400 or so packages of peanut brittle that we're all going to come together and cook. And we're all going to get together and serve. I don't know what the, the, the whole pr profit will be when we get through, but a couple thousand dollars. God is still good. Amen. God is still on the throne. God still makes ways. And he is blessing you. Praise the Lord. He's blessing me. He's blessing you. Hallelujah. Sometimes we may not feel blessed, but we ought to take a pause and, and, and zoom out just a minute. And we can recognize we're blessed. Oh, come on, somebody. I said we're blessed. My God's been really, really, really good. Oh, I'm blessed. He's faithful. He's true. He's just. He's righteous and honest and pure and holy. Oh, and he loves me. And he cares about me. Oh, hallelujah. We are blessed. Praise the Lord. Oh, what a mighty God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. That don't have anything to do with what I'm preaching, but everything to do with what I'm preaching. Amen. Because sometimes in life we are overwhelmed. Amen. Dr. Don Colbert wrote a book called Stressless in which he tackles the problem of stress in our society. Here's a few observations that the doctor had made. Did you know that 75 to 90% of all visits to a primary physician's office are related to stress? 75 to 90% of every office visit has something to do with stress. What is driving us to the shelves of the pharmacy? All of this feelings of stress. America is consuming 5 billion tranquilizers. 5 billion barbitudes, some sort of medicine. 3 billion amphetamines. Here's an astounding number. 16 tons 16 tons of aspirin every year. It's being taken because stress. Anybody ever been stressed out? Maybe I should say, is anyone not stressed out? Life can be stressful. Sometimes it's heavy. Come on, somebody. 
Have you ever been overwhelmed with emotion? Maybe, maybe you heard a sad story and you begin to cry uncontrollably. Or here's one that I find myself doing. Maybe I'm in a quiet place where I'm supposed to be quiet and something strikes me as funny and I begin to laugh uncontrollably and I'm overwhelmed with these laughing emotions. It's always worse when it's supposed to be quiet. Possibly you get some terrifying news and you just go into shock because you're overwhelmed with emotion or someone does something just for you and thinks about just you and it touches your heart and you are overwhelmed with emotion. You see, overwhelmed has a big spectrum. We always think about overwhelmed in the negative, but it can be in the positive. Amen. Overwhelmed. Most people today are stressed out, wore out, and tired. Brother Wills, you said it in your testimony, talking about this young man that's overwhelmed with life. Amen. And you said it right. We have the answer. Sometimes we don't apply the answer that we have. And we are overwhelmed and overwhelmed with the answer. Mm. Most of you have a fear of something that can make you feel overwhelmed. Maybe it's a fear of heights. You get up to that place and something just grips you and that fear takes hold and you're just overwhelmed, scared to death. Or maybe it's a fear of snakes. Ooh, I hate them things. They can be overwhelming. Fear of spiders. Mm. Wow. And then we find my lovely wife has a fear of birds. There's all kind of things and all kind of stuff that can make us be fearful and feel overwhelmed. It doesn't matter the setting, it doesn't matter the situation. When you have that overwhelming feeling of emotion, you just are paralyzed where you're at. Sister Misty and myself are in Venice, Italy. And in this town, there are lots of birds. She has a fear of birds, and we're eating lunch in this very romantic veranda overlooking this beautiful river, and the beautiful boats are going up and down this river. This is the perfect place to relax and enjoy each other's company. But she can't focus on any of that. All she can focus on are the birds. Mm -mm. I'm trying my best to shoo the birds away and make this as romantic as I possibly can make it. But it isn't very long until she starts crying. And then she goes into a panic attack and she can't breathe. And it doesn't matter if we are 
12-hour flight across the ocean. That don't matter anymore. All that matters right now is I got to get away from these birds. It's all that matters. She's paralyzed. Uh, it was about 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning, and I help her get back to the hotel room, and the rest of the day she sits in the hotel room. And I go and enjoy the town. It just ain't happening. Fear has gripped her, and it just, there's no more. That's the line. Anybody else ever been there before? Maybe not with birds, but things happening with our emotions that are grip us and overwhelm us. And it, it really don't matter what's going on. All I can think about is that. You know, the heart is the seat of the emotions. That's where it all happens. But the problem is you can't always trust your emotions. When you have that overwhelmed feeling of fear, you just can't trust yourself. Because your emotions are all in turmoil and upset. And when you're stressed out and, and, and you feel all of that pressure of life on you, you just can't really trust yourself. You're very apt to make a bad decision. When the bill collector is calling and, and, and you need gas and you have a flat tire and, and the baby's crying and all of these things are happening, uh, it's probably not the best time to try to decide something because you're in that pressure and you're overwhelmed and your emotions are peaking. Uh, Jeremiah, the 17th chapter says the heart is deceitfully above all things and desperately wicked who can know it you don't even know your own heart because uh, we find ourselves in an emotional trap and we're overwhelmed with life sometimes as we look through the word through psalms we find the word overwhelmed seven times in the book of psalms Fun fact, that's the only time the word overwhelmed is mentioned in the whole Bible. It's in Psalms. A couple of different definitions for the word in Psalms. It's three different ones according to the Strong's Concordance. Psalms 143, the word overwhelmed means to shroud, to clothe. Hence, from the idea of darkness, to cover, to hide to overwhelm. Psalms 55 and 5, uh, the word means plump. That is to fill up all the hollow spots. Overwhelmed. It's just gushing out everywhere. Overwhelmed. Every cavity, every empty spot of my heart is filled up when I'm Overwhelmed. Psalms 124, it means to gush, to conquer, thoroughly run, overwhelm. Overwhelmed. We've all found ourselves there before. I would dare say some of you today, I'll raise my hand has found myself this week. 
Amen. Past two weeks, I have been on the road a lot and didn't really get to see my family a lot. And there's a lot of things that happen at work when you're away from work that you have to catch up on. And all of that comes piling in at some point in time. And the grass needs mowed and the field needs mowed. And, the, and we got to clean off the porch and we got to do all of these things. We feel overwhelmed. Amen. Psalms, the 23rd chapter, and the fourth verse says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I would like to say it like this. Sometimes I can fear no evil, but I can still be scared. God, I'm walking in the valley of the shadow of death, and my emotions are scared to death. My heart is filled every cavity with fear. I can't see the future, and I don't know where I'm going, and I don't know where this road is taking me, and everything looks scary. Uh, what I feel is scary, and what I see is scary, and what I hear is scary, and all my senses are saying I should be scared. Uh, and if I think with my heart, uh, I'm paralyzed, and I'm afraid, and I'm scared. Uh, but in them times, I have to not think with my heart. I have to go to my mind and set my emotions to the side and try to think with my intellect and say, God, I know that thou art with me. God, I know that thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. God, I know surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. I may not feel it. Uh, I may not can see it. Uh, and my emotions are, are on a crazy roller coaster. And uh, they want me to be scared of everything. But I have to put that somewhere over here and say, God, uh, I know that you are with me. I'm walking through the valley and I know that you are with me. Uh, God, I, I think about it a moment and I, I know you've never left me. I may not feel you right now, God, but I know you've never left me. I know, God, that I've seen you do miracle signs and wonders before and I'm not seeing miracles, signs, and wonders right now, God, but I, I know that you can do miracle signs, and wonders. God, uh, you have provided for me before. You are the provider. I don't see you providing, but I still know that you provide. God, you've made a way for me when there seemed to be no way before. 
And God, I don't see a way of escape. I don't see a door that's going to open. All I see is a dark valley. But I know you've done it for me before. You've opened doors. You've made ways. Hallelujah. And I've got to put my emotions to the side and just focus and trust on in you. Praise the Lord. There's a term in psychology called cognitive dissonance. This is when my emotions are saying one thing, but my mind is doing something else. Maybe I'm hurt and in pain, but I put a smile on my face and I put a handshake out and I pretend like everything is okay. Even though I'm dying, even though I'm hurting, no one knows I'm still smiling and I'm still shaking. That works a while. But you can't fake it but so long. That works for a little while. That's good. We should stay upbeat. But it only works so long. They say fake it till you make it. Sometimes you can't ever make it by faking it. You got to have some relief. I go to our text today and we find this great man of God, Peter. And Peter is sitting there and he's watching the Savior being tried. Right before that, he had a little conversation with Jesus and Jesus said, before the cock crow, you'll deny me three times. Peter says, I'll die before I deny you. That just ain't going to happen. I'll die. And the rest of the disciples say, me too. We'll all die before that happens. And here we find Peter following Jesus, and he's at the council, and a lot of things are going on, and it's not going too good, if you will, for Jesus. And here comes this damsel that says, you're one of them. No, I'm not one of them. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I am not one of them. And go on and another lady comes. and Yeah, I seen you there. You are part of them. Oh, no, I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that guy is. I, I'm not. And then another one comes and he, 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 he blurts out all this explicit language. And all of a sudden here we find the cock crowing three times. And he remembers. Peter was in an awkward spot. His emotions were on a roller coaster ride. Put yourself where he was. I put my life 
in the hands of Jesus. I literally sold everything. I left everything to go follow this man. Uh, and now he's at the court. And now he's fixing to be crucified. And all that I put into it is often to be gone. All my work and all my labor and everything that I understood is often to be wiped out. What a ride of emotions. Uh, he was overwhelmed the stress was real the pressure was there and it was pushing him and just a simple damsel pushed him over the edge overwhelmed the unique thing about Peter was when he remembered the words of Jesus which said unto him before the crock crow thou shalt deny me thrice he went out and wept bitterly. You look up them words, wept, it means to sob, to wail loudly. He wept loudly. It was hurt. Bitterly is a pungent, acrid smell. Every word that he said tasted terrible in his mouth. And he was weeping bitterly, knowing... Uh, what he had just done. The pressure had got to him. The pain, the emotional roller coaster had got to him. And now we find Peter weeping uncontrollably with this rancid taste in his mouth, wishing he could take the words back, but they were already said and it was already done. We find the Lord goes and he's crucified. And the next, the next thing we find about Peter in Matthew is the 28th chapter, verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mount where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. Today, I, I'm talking to somebody. The Lord put this on my heart last week. And I feel it in my spirit that several people here today are overwhelmed with life. Uh, they don't have the answers to their questions. There's more problems than there are solutions. The way is, is dark and dreary and they just don't know where to go. And they feel like Peter had, had to feel it just, I would love to just sit down and cry and just weep it all out and just pour it all out. And that's okay. We need to go through that season and just pouring it out God here it all is I'm a failure I make mistakes God I'm sorry that's good pour it all out but then we need to find ourselves even in doubt even in fear even in discouragement even in pain we find Peter worshiping the master we find him at the feet of Jesus 
We know the word worship means to bow down. Here we find Peter bowing down, saying, God, I'm all shook up on the inside. I don't know where the road takes me. I don't know where we're going. God, I've even doubted you. I've even denied you. Oh, God, I don't know. But right now, for this moment, I'm just going to worship. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to put the emotion to the side. I'm going to put the pain to the side. I'm going to put the heartache to the side. And God, I worship you. God, I worship you. Can we stand this morning? Oh, hallelujah. I feel the presence of the Lord here today. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I invite us to come around to the front. Uh, but I don't want us to kneel down. Uh, I want us to come worshiping. God, I come worshiping you. I come worshiping you, God. Uh,